Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I'm your Talk Architecture podcast host, Naziati Mohamed Yaqub, and today we're going to talk about mental health and architects. We have discussed this before, but we want to have a clear idea about the problems that architects have. There could be quite a complex scenario because architects are not just a group of people. There are individuals and they have issues at hand, which is particular to the situation that they are in. But this attempt to actually recognize how to come to help them in a way that they can see it themselves isn't particularly important at this time to outline in a way the problem. What is the problem? And my business is in helping architects, be it um, construction professionals and others, achieve a work-life balance. So what is a work-life balance? The ability is they use their time to their advantage for their growth and development. To their advantage means that there is a way that they take over and control their own destinies to their advantage is how they perceive their life going to be to achieve something that would make them more comfortable rather than uncomfortable. As we know it, we do not want to be in a state where we're always in negativity or a situation where we're uncomfortable all the time. And what are these situations or these body sensations that we're going to have, which will be unhealthy in the long run. To be constantly having body sensations, such as, uh, such as stress and burnout symptoms, um, the feeling of fatigue, the feeling of being, uh, how do you say, uncomfortable in your throat, in your chest areas, in the solar plexus, where you're in constant fear. The underlying... Um, Uncomfortableness comes from fear of something, fear of not completing a project, fear of not um, able to get paid by the clients and you, you don't have enough money to pay the bills, uh, fear of um, not, yeah, not getting in, uh, enough projects, not, not able to do marketing, not able to sustain your business, fear of um, if you're an employee fear of losing your job, fear of uh, decision-making, or n- not enough confidence. So there are many fears, really. So when we talk about work-life balance, of course, it depends on the individuals. Um, particular instances or situations of different individuals and what they're going through. So how do you get them to actually be advan- an advantage yeah, to be able to use their time to their advantage for their growth and development. The minute-by-minute, hour-by-hour activities could be mundane, could be just 
purely drawing lines towards completing completing tender documentation or some drawings. Um, so is that for your growth and your development? The perception, how you shift your perception, your thinking and attitudes to actually thinking that it's for your growth and development rather than thinking that you're just working for someone else and almost, uh, you know, like a robot-like or um, going through the motions of doing your work. There is a sh shift in perception which could help you um, be less stressful. For example, how do you actually do that shift in perception attitudes? It is by going through um, these growth and development aspects of yourself. What do you see um, is growth and development how boring can a job be if that job has behind it some dreams and goals, some ideas and visions of how uh, it could assist you in ultimately so and how to deal with those day-to-day um, -day work in a way that you could parcel it out or you could delegate it or you could look at it in a different and meaningful way that you could... Um, if you were to spend long hours with it, you would have to have a different perception of it in order for it to be less of a robotic or a mundane activity. If you were to uh, manage to parcel it out and delegate it to others and seeing that that's an investment rather than you losing money, then that will be an added plus. So there's all these perceptions and attitudes to what is happening to you. Every single moment spent for is for you to make great strides in your mental health and well-being you by beating stresses and burnout symptoms now the thing is we don't set out to think it that way we just say oh i'm you're feeling fatigued i'm feeling overwhelmed i'm feeling that i'm stuck that's often the case when it's already too late right it's already like a situation where you just feeling frustrated and, and seeing no way out. To come to that point is not a good feeling. It's a very, very uncomfortable. It's all exasperated and in a way that uh, you almost want to give up architecture. Sometimes, you know, you're thinking that this is not for you. You do not want to feel like this all the time. So how are you going to turn it around, feelings of such um, something so uncomfortable like that, comp very complex sort of feelings that are, if you break them down, you can see that the, where the fear is coming from, where the source of the problem of feeling all this sort of um, uncomfortable feeling come from, feelings come from. So that, you know, you will take control of your life. Even as an employee, you can do that and able to be confident in your destinies. As an employee... I mean, you're a contributing person to the whole setup and there is nothing unworthy about you that you're there and and there's all this overthinking or perhaps um, you started on the wrong foot in a way um, that the way that you perceive things, the way that you organize yourself, your thoughts did not help you to uh, be able to be uh, did not help you to be able to see yourself as somebody who is growing 
um, in all aspects of your life. So that is a very important factor in able to um, be more confident and able to take control of your destiny. You do not want to, um, what do you call it, uh, let other people control your destiny or such as your employer. I mean, someone having control over you, uh, the first thing is they don't really want to have control over you unless they are narcissistic. And when which you have a, a, a narcissistic boss, which which is uh, taking advantage of you, then that's an abuse uh, of power, which you wouldn't want to be there in the first place. But there are instances where your bosses just don't really want to actually be the one, uh, you know, having to decide for you. And you're giving that power to your your boss in determining where you want to go. So you actually have within you where the ability to actually go where you want to go. So that is something um, you have to realize. And that is why um, you need to know and be self-aware and know some techniques and how to you actually get from being uncountable all the time get to be depressed or get to be frustrated all the time to not frustrated or being more comfortable with yourself. So sometimes the situation is in the past, Something sometimes the way you practice before stems from how you were taught in architecture school, but often people get over it and they can become much more of a, someone using the intuition rather than... Um, someone who has to work it out in a, uh, and, you know, figure it out longer. So how do you actually build that intuitive capacity to actually get uh, much more uh, better, better at your work? So some of these things could be learned through visualization and visioning of things. And also the idea of thinking about creativity and thinking that your lack of creativity doing architecture, but this is something that a lot of architects who love being creative but suddenly found themselves doing the mundane jobs, doing things that they did not want themselves to be doing, you know. So what is the creativity outlet or the creative expressions that you could um, do um, if architecture practice that you're working at or the place that you're working at and the projects that you do does not give this creative expressions that you need from the day to day, which is like a bread and butter. It's like a basic thing that human need day to day. So that is where do you find the time? How do you find the time? What is it that you actually need to do that would assist you in the everyday? And uh, the tempo of it, there is a sense of rhythm of life that you could create in which you could actually take hold of it in a way that everybody would see you as... Um, dancing rather than stuttering about, you know, in a sense of flowing uh, and working in a flowing manner, uh, not uh, af uh, afraid and able to just uh, get on and and be, what do you call it, um, uh, much more wholesome or um, embracing the challenges that is coming your way, the sort of person who, who knows how to make it uh, in such a way that everything falls together in the team because there's a lot of teamwork happening in the architecture company and so on. So so that's one of the important factors where you you have 
you can get into a tempo in your everyday life that that is uh, with the collaboration and the um, cooperation and you know working with other people could be much more a better desired together so in a way uh, this will help you so um and it will help the team so in conclusion i would like to say that um uh you if you desire to be someone who has achieved a work life balance that could could make yourself less stressful and less of a burnout burnout symptoms happening to you um do join this program that i am uh, advocating and that i do um offer which is um the program called rediscover your sense of self for the architects thank you very much